Captives all go free, and everyone will see. You said there will come a time when the nations of the world will change their minds and be led by a little child. Let it be so. Let it be so.
Welcome, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Awesome. It is fantastic to be here with you guys tonight. We were just reminiscing to last year's uh, service where it was just maybe 10 of us in the building, and uh, it's, it's amazing that we can have everyone together. So I look forward to beautiful singing voices that we're going to be hearing from you all tonight. Uh, but let's, let's open in a word of prayer before. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness to us. Thank you for this evening that we can be together as a body and praise you. We thank you that above all, we have a reason to celebrate in this season. You are good to us. Thank you for your love, your hope, your joy, and your peace. We ask for your blessing over this time. In your name, amen. Why don't you stand with us as we sing together? You may have a seat. Good evening, everyone. 
and welcome to our Christmas Eve service this year. It is such a joy to be able to share this time together and a huge welcome to all of you joining us online as well. We hope that you will feel blessed and connected to the family of faith as we walk through this time together tonight. This evening we're going to be walking through the Christmas story, reading the incredible account of the birth of Jesus and the miracles and signs that God displayed to announce the birth of the Messiah. This year we've been exploring the prophecies of the Messiah through the Advent season, the prophecies that God gave us of the hope and life that he meant for us to have and what he would bring us back to again. And tonight we celebrate and remember the fulfillment of those prophecies. After hundreds and even thousands of years that God is faithful and true. That his word never fails. That his love overcomes everything and that he will lead us home. As we walk through this story, we're going to be dimming the light. Reminding us of the darkness of our sin and the darkness into which Jesus was born. We're going to light the candles of hope, joy, peace, and love. Lights that bring us warmth and comfort as we waited so long for the Messiah. Leading us to that center candle, the Christ candle, the light of the world born to save us. From that Christ candle, we will light another. And we will share that light among ourselves to experience and remember the warmth and life that Jesus brings to us and that he is present in our lives as we invite him to take the throne that he was born to rule, the throne in each of our hearts. This story is very familiar. But as we read it together tonight, I invite you to let the Spirit speak. Let him reveal the depth of God's love for us. Let him speak of his great love for us and allow you to experience that in a new and deeper way. That you will be filled with the hope and joy and peace and love that we read about tonight. For those of you at home, we'd invite you to have a candle ready as well that we can light them together wherever we are. And remember that by the Spirit, we are drawn together as one body in Christ, born this night. As we begin, I'd like to pray, and then we'll begin with the first reading. Father God, we gather here this evening, wherever we are, here in this room and joined in the Spirit. And Father God, as we walk through this story tonight, we pray that you will speak. God, these words are familiar. We've read them many times, but God, we pray that you would make them new. Allow us to hear them with fresh ears. Speak to us in new and powerful ways. God, reveal yourself to us that we can know your love. Speak to us this evening, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. 
Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In the time of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty, he was serving as a priest before God. He was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people to Israel, to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Tonight, we light the first candle, the candle of hope. We light the candle of hope to remind us that God is our hope and our salvation the rock in whom we trust. God gave hope to Zechariah and Elizabeth that they would have a family, and God gave hope to us all that this child of theirs would pave the way for the Messiah to come. What he has promised, he will fulfill, however long it takes and however impossible it may seem. When we place our hope in him, we know that he will be true.
As we begin each song, feel free to stand with us. month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. 
Then the angel left her. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Our God is a God of peace. He seeks peace with us from the separation and conflict that sin has brought into our existence. The angel told Mary that this child would rule over Jacob's descendants forever, bringing peace to them. He promised Joseph that this child would save people from their sins and bring peace with God. Praise God for the peace that he has promised in Jesus and that we can find healing and rest in his son.
that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. What joy there is in the promises of God. Elizabeth and Mary both express the joy that the blessing of God has brought to their lives. God is good, and his desire for us is blessing and life and relationship with him. He did not leave us in our sin, but has saved us for himself, 
freeing us to the incredible life that he promised in Jesus. As we light the candle of joy, let us remember the words of Mary. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior for he has been mindful of the state of his people. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. When they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child, he asked for a writing tablet. And to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, his name is John. Immediately his mouth opened and his tongue set free and began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. 
everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to God, the, praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his only holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant the oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to be, enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the peace of path, path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to everyone who was coming into the world. It is because of the great love of God that he sent his son. John came to prepare the way for Jesus to come, to prepare God's people to receive their savior. God is love and his love never fails. There's no limit, there's no end, he will not stop. God's love caused him to create the world and, the, and God's love drove him to save it. As we light the candle of love, we thank God that his love is sufficient for us.
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee, Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds lying, living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those who, on who, whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. <clears throat> he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Tonight, we light the candle, the Christ candle, symbolizing the light that came into the world when Jesus was born. He brought us hope, he brought us peace, he brought us joy, he brought us love, and he brought us life.
For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus Christ is born. He is here. He lived for us, showing us what a human life was meant to be. He was God with us, showing us who God truly is. And he died and rose again to save us, making us whole again. Thank you for joining us this evening. Merry Christmas. God bless you. And we'll see you very soon. Mm -hmm.